0: Blog Talk Radio. You might see me hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to help for hd live help for hd live is brought to you by help for hd international and is made possible by an education grant from teva pharmaceuticals and the griffin foundation i am your host katie jackson and today we are doing our second part of our christmas series actually it's our third But our second with me and Lauren together Um, today, we are going to talk about holiday tips. Um, I know last week we talked about presents and different things we could do for our loved ones living with HD, Um, and so today we are going to talk about tips to get us through the holidays, seeing as how they are close coming there next week. So um, I will bring Lauren right in and uh, welcome to the show again, Lauren. Thank you. you. And actually, this time. Yeah, so this time I actually, um, Katie, have questions for you, um, because you have a different situation or circumstance than I do, in that um, your husband is in a facility, and you mm-hmm. have kids that are a little bit older, um, you know, obviously Zoe's a baby, so for her, for me to carry her around, it's a lot easier. Um, so I, you know, my question would be, how do you deal with um, getting your kids involved with your husband during the holidays and um, all of the Mm -hmm. holiday stuff with him being in a facility. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because when we first, I remember Dr. Wheelock telling me that you have to create new normals. And I remember thinking, no, no, I'm not going to create new normals. We're going to keep doing our same routines. We're going to keep doing what we're doing even after he was placed. And uh, you quickly learn that that's not going to happen. Um, you quickly learn you do have to um, embrace and and start new normals uh, for your children and for your loved ones. So uh, with Mike, you know, last year was much different than this year is going to be. We talked about during Thanksgiving um, about how I picked him up and took him to the Bay Area uh, for the day and spent with his mom um, and his siblings. And uh, how I talked about how I brought out old pictures and I did stuff like that. And that was a great success. I mean, we had a really good day and Mike had a really good day. Unfortunately, Mike, um, this is, uh, I think, a big, a big uh, thing to talk about is don't have expectations because things can change on you in an instant. So here I had this whole Thanksgiving planned and we were going to go to his mom's and we were going to do this. And uh, that day hospice called me and Mike was at a level 10 pain. In his back from his dystonia. So everything changed, right? Within a minute, everything changed. He still wanted to go. We still took him. But we were starting to bring on very, very um, uh, large amounts of of medication to ease his pain because he was in so much pain. Um, So I had to be able to be uh, nimble and um, change uh, my plans and really watch him and make sure he was okay, and as well as watching my kids. Uh, when someone's at a level 10 pain, especially with Huntington's disease, because we all know their pain tolerance for the most part is incredibly high. Uh, when you're at a level mm-hmm. 10 pain, for us that would be like a level 100. Um, so uh, watching him and making sure um, he was okay, bringing on these 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 heavy heavy doses of medication um, to relieve his pain. It was still we still had a good time. We just all had to learn to kind of go with the flow and change our plans a little bit, not stay as long and all that, which we actually talked about during shows. So uh, that is helpful. I am also planning to take him to his parents for Christmas. Um, I'm throwing in another thing where I'm bringing him to my family's Christmas Eve. I'm gonna watch him this week to make sure he is that I feel he's able to do that. Um, I think our loved ones uh, they kind of show us, you know, I can't do this anymore week i'm going to be watching him close my plan is christmas eve uh, morning to pick him up and bring him to my family's house and let my siblings see him because they've you know known him since he's known them since they were very young Um, and they're very much he's very much their brother and uh, let the kids kind of enjoy that time and then um, take him back early afternoon or late afternoon i'm sorry so he can sleep and he can get a lot of sleep before christmas morning where i'll go pick him up and um I'll take him to his family's in the Bay Area, which is another an hour, the opposite way of where I'm going Christmas Eve. Um, but that way um, the kids and his family can be with him. Uh, I make the time very short. Um, short is sweet mm-hmm. right now with Mike. Um, when we go too long, um, he gets irritated. He gets sometimes um, he starts to experience pain. He he definitely has his routine and his things at his facility, that he um his facility is very well taken care of and um they you know all of his seven caregivers and and housekeeping have him on a very uh, a very strict routine of what mike likes and they stick to it and um so i'm kind of taking him off that so i'll make sure that um it's short but yet i still feel um even though we're in these final stages um that that i think it's important to kind of take the time and and try to bring him home i know this will be the last year that um he'll be able to come home for christmas uh so i'm going to try it one year and i may fail and i have to be okay with that i have to be okay with that it may not work out and i may have to turn around and come home um so i think my biggest thing is is be okay with whatever happens and be okay with your new normal it doesn't make you it doesn't make you a, a I just said fail, but it doesn't make you a failure as a spouse or, or as a mother or as anything. It just means that we have to adapt to, to our new lives And um, as the disease progresses. Um, Mike loves being with his kids, but not as long as, you know, the time is, he, the kids are rowdy, even though they're older. And the kids um, also, time is, is very hard with Mike. I, I can't, for too long, they start to really, you know, get sad um, as Mike aspirates and he falls, or he starts bleeding, or you know, there's things that happen, um, and the kids get uh, get upset as well because they don't want to see their dad like this. So, um, you know, I think that. Makes Do you have any tips for anybody else? Ready. Do you have tips for anybody else who has kids around the same age? You know, because yours are are well. I know you have one that just started driving. Um, yeah. And then you have yes. uh, a couple younger. So, yeah, I um, think that, um, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, I just was wondering uh, if you had tips for them whenever dealing with a loved one with Huntington's, you know, and and it being hard because it is hard uh, to see, you know, your father um, getting worse. Sure. Yeah, I I think that all of our children have such different personalities, even my three. They're so different. Um, and we, as moms, we know that, right? We can recognize their personalities and, and what they need and, and what they can't handle. Um, I think that the, ch- the children have to be kind of individualized on how they do it. Like my daughter, I'm very lucky that now she's 16 and she can drive. So if it's too much for her um, at some point, then she can, she can go drive home and, and go in her room and throw on her music and, and zone out, which is typically what she does. Um, as her own therapy. Um, you know, uh, my son is very much, wants to be with his dad all the time, um, so I make sure that happens. I think it's very individualized, um, but I think that we always need to be very aware as caregivers and our mom, uh, as moms of how the children, how it's affecting the children. Um, and um, as far as tips, I think, I think that re- some things that are really cool is, uh, we always talked about, we talked about time, but also, um, people with HD, they they don't need as much, right? Like buying them all these, yeah, especially at Mike's make stage, um, buying him all this stuff, he he's not going to use it. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think he loves memories. So I think the mm-hmm. kids, you know, making the kids talk about a favorite memory with their dad or, or even make something for him that, that kind of like, Pushes him to remember a time they had together. I think is so important, and I think that's therapeutic for, for the kids as well, um, to be able to share Absolutely. that with their with their parents. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, and and that was actually one of the things that I was going to talk about because with Dad this year, um, you know, he's he's had a really rough time with his balance and falls and. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, he's still at home, but, um, somebody has to be there 24 hours a day to make sure that he, um, doesn't have a fall. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that doesn't always happen. There's going to be falls with Huntington's, unfortunately. Um, so one of the things that we used to do when I was a kid and one of the best memories I have with my dad is at Christmas, we would go around town and look at all the Christmas lights on the houses. And Mm. dad would judge them. He'd go, oh, that's a one. They didn't do enough. Or, oh, that's a 10. That's beautiful. And we would go find all these different houses. And we did it every year. So this year, um, I took him and mom and Zoe to the Festival of Lights. um, And we just went through that. And it was great. And it definitely reminded us of, you know, several years ago when we'd go around the neighborhoods and just look at the lights and we'd go to festival of lights together. Um, but our big focus was, the the Christmas lights and how beautiful they are. And, um, so definitely making those memories. I think that was huge for my dad. Um, and my mom Mm -hmm. this year was just going and doing that and having something that we had in the past still be there for us. And that's kind of our new tradition. Um, which is another great thing to start at the holidays is is having a new tradition, even if it stems from an old one. Um, yeah, absolutely. but it was it was very nice. And one of the things that we had to do as well is we had to adapt. So um, we went to the festival of lights. Dad was not feeling well um, when we got in the car. He was very dizzy, he couldn't stand up on his own, and normally he can stand up, um, but he's shaky, and he just could not stand up. Um, And so I was like, okay, let's get you some food. Maybe that's what's going on. Um, He sat down in the car. He was okay sitting down in the car. He was okay after he ate. We tried to stop and use the bathroom after the festival of lights, and he couldn't stand up still. So um, he asked to go to the ER. And anybody who knows my dad, my dad does not ask to go to the doctor. He does not want to go to the ER. He never asks. But he did not feel well, and he said, you know, I think we need to go to the ER. So we went and found out that his temperature was – his body temperature was 95, so they had to put him under warming blankets. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's the thing is you adapt. You know, my mom, my mom said – well, you know, I can't believe I wasn't really expecting my night to end up this way. And I said, you know what, that's okay. It's okay that it ended up this way. We're sitting in a room together and we're laughing and making jokes and, you know, about the fact that dad's under warming blankets and, um, you know, we were just joking about what happened because that's what you do, right? Like you just have to Mm -hmm. accept what is and, and go from there so you we had the short time with the festival of lights and we ended up in the ER and it was a great night Um, Mm -hmm. and so you're right you just absolutely have to adapt to it and I love having those memories with my dad I think those are more meaningful than anything that we could ever buy yeah absolutely and I think it's important for caregivers um, to give yourself a break and know that not everything has to be perfect not everything has yeah. to be you know how it used to be either you have to give yourself a break and it's okay you know um yes. i know that it's hard you're going to feel guilty about things you're going to feel guilty about your kids or you're going to feel guilty about your loved one or their family or you know guilt is just something we have in hd it's just what we have right as, as caregivers and lovers, we feel a lot of guilt um about everything so you know just know that try to put that aside and know that it's okay and how it is is how it's supposed to be. And um and sometimes that's really hard to do, especially when yeah. it's not, you know, what you really want like none of it's what we really want it to be, right? Um uh but we do our best and as a caregiver, just know you're doing your best. And uh yeah. I'm always so worried about Absolutely. caregivers, especially this time of year. Yeah. Well yeah, I mean it's a really hard time, you know, caregivers I think especially during the holidays. I know my mom does it. She wants everything to be perfect. She wants to have a perfect Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. She wants to make the perfect desserts. She wants to have the perfect time over at my grandmother's cuz we get together over at my grandmother's. And reality is that it's not going to stay the same. Nothing ever stays the same. And you mm-hmm. learn to um just go with the flow and you know, dad right now is still able to go to my grandmother's, but it's hard for him because there are a lot of people there and he doesn't like a lot of people. Um, you know, he just can't handle, he he wants to see everything going on. He wants to be a part of it, but actually being there is, it's hard for him. Um, and so he, you know, we know now where he sits. He likes to sit in the back of the house where he's close to a door um, and it's close to a door that leads outside. So if he needs to escape to a place that's quiet, to a place that's not crowded, then he, he's right there at it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we adapted in that, in that way, instead of, you know, us saying, Oh, come sit up here, come sit up in the group. He's going to sit in the back. It's okay. (laughs) You know, and
1: yeah, it's just learning.
0: It's learning. Those changes are going to happen no matter what Um, we all have to adapt the person with Huntington's is having yep. to adapt, you know. They're, mm-hmm. This is a yep. completely brand-new stage for them, and um, they can't do the same things that they could before, and they're having to learn a new normal, as you said. And um, So it's all everybody is having to adapt to it, the kids, the caregivers, the person with Huntington's. And I think uh, the more we support each other and say that's okay that it's not perfect, it's okay if it's not the same as it was the year before or ten years ago. Um, let's just have a a new way of doing things. I think that's so important. I agree. And I I think another thing, another point to bring up is that, you know, our loved ones with HD, they can't do, to do what they used to be able to do is so overwhelming and stressful for them um, that we have to remember they're climbing Mount Everest every day. So I think that when we, um, you know, for instance, when you have children like I do and we want to go, um, out in the sea christmas light i know that going out and taking up mike putting him through this getting in the wheelchair taking him out to see christmas i know it would stress him out he's at, you know he's on this these high medications now and he he really he doesn't he he can't do what he used to and i don't think he wants to when i say when i say to him let's go he'll look at me like no i don't i'm tired i don't feel good right um so knowing that when you take your, chi- your children out and you do these things that you used to do with your spouse or your loved one, um, I think you're going to feel you're going to miss them. Uh, but instead of feeling the guilt and the miss and the sadness that they're, there, that they're not there, I think it's important to talk about when they were there. Enjoy your time with your kids. Enjoy your time with your family. And then bring them into it and talk about when they were able to go and the jokes they used to make or what they used to love. And make sure that they stay with you, with your children and your family, in that memory. And as far as your loved one is concerned, a lot of times they they, they don't want to go. They can't. It's too much for them. And that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm saying, you know, that's okay. You don't have to go. We're not going to put that extra stress on you. You are absolutely right. You know, bringing bringing those memories in are just huge. Um, And I love Mm -hmm. hearing memories about my dad um you know mm-hmm. it, for me it, it it does bring that other side of him back and and you know yeah. you you look at the fact that this person is not just a person with Huntington's this person so many likes and dislikes and, and you look outside of that when you hear about those memories um yeah
1: so yeah. I, I think
0: what you're saying Extremely important, um, and I was wondering too. Have you ever thought about taking? You're talking about going and seeing Christmas lights, but have you ever thought about taking it to him, like decorating his room in lights? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, um, so the things like that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I I this year I I went all out and I decorated his room because Mike's birthday's in December as well. So I knew family was coming to visit him for his 40th birthday. And, um, so I decorated his room all birthday, you know, balloons and then happy birthdays and all that. And I really frightened it up. But then I'm like, well, I need Christmas too. So I went and got two Christmas trees and I decorated them and I put lights all over and I, I mean, this was, I went to the dollar store, right? I didn't, it's not like I went, they were all from the dollar. but I got stuff and I just made stuff really cute all around his room. I put these lights up and these blinking things and I just made his, his, uh, his room just very, very full of Christmas. And he woke up, he had been sleeping um, while I was doing it for a couple hours, and he woke up and his eyes were really big and he was looking around and I was like, it feels like Christmas in here. And he smiled. Um, He's really not verbal anymore, but he smiled. And I thought that brought him a lot of joy to see, you know, the Christmas lights and to see it. And Yeah, we definitely did his room up. And and for me, when my kids came for his birthday, because they came after school, they walked in like, wow, look at, because he has a, like kind of like a studio. And they're like, oh, mom, look at his room, you know, it's, it's mom, did you do this? And I'm like, yeah, it's like, it's, it feels kind of warm in here now. Right. Not so hospital because there's hospital beds and, you know, and we decorated right. it and it was really fun. It was, it was fun to have everyone there and there were Christmas lights everywhere and it made it feel, made it feel, um, you know, a little brighter. And like I said, I did everything from the dollar store and just, it's not like yeah, I spent a bunch of money on it. Yeah, And that's something that could be a new tradition for you guys. You know, you go and decorate his room together, and he's there with you guys, and no, maybe he's not able to help, and no, he's not verbal, but he's still part of it. I think that's huge, um, and I, I think that's great that you did that, um, and I think we should all consider doing things like that uh, for the holidays, even, you know, not just Christmas, but birthdays, as you said, and um, there it's a big deal because the person with Huntington's, and I, I think sometimes we forget this, but the person with Huntington's is still there. They may not be able to communicate, but they're still there. That person is still there. And so being a yeah, part of, stuff, you know, even in a facility, that's huge. Um, because you mm-hmm. just made him part of your Christmas. And, you yeah. know, that's what he's going to remember. Yeah. and I, it's that's what you're going to remember. By, you know, I re- absolutely and the pictures are yeah yeah the, the pictures definitely of his 40th birthday are much brighter right with all this stuff um but I remember um thinking um you know I didn't want him to go back to like it was like a child like I didn't want to decorate his room like I would a child because he's my husband's a 40 year old man and um exactly. and same with Christmas but then I remembered as I started decorating I started doing this I'm like we all like being children right like we all like when we get balloons on our birthday, it's still fun, sure, right? So I, I think that that was like hard for me, and like, and in my mind, I was going back and forth that he's sick, and I don't want to undermine him and make him childlike because he's sick. And I was fighting that battle in my head. He's not a child. He's he's a grown man. He's just sick. He's just you know he's not a child. And I fought that. And then I finally went no, I'm just and I started decorating. I'm like no, this even makes me feel good. Um, yeah, because. You know, and I, I think that was an interesting battle in my head because I think when they, we have the cognitive impairment and they're no, they're no longer able to talk, we struggle with that. Um, we don't want to treat our loved ones like their children because they're not, and um, and they feel yeah, like you're saying moments, 100%. Like you said, are so important too because we as adults, mm-hmm. Huntington's aside, everything else aside, we deal with so much stress every single day that we've gotta have this mm-hmm. childlike moments where we don't where we don't worry about anything and everything is just beautiful and joyful and you know, I think that's what Christmas, um, and the holiday season really uh brings to me is just that it's so pretty and joyful and everybody mm-hmm. whenever everything else is stressful, you can kind of look at what's going on and smile because the lights are pretty or you've got these desserts or, you know, snowball mm-hmm. fights. Like I would love to have a snowball fight. I have a bucket list of items like having a water balloon fight. I'm an adult. That seems really childish, but the, we need those moments. You know, I really believe. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And I think um, also another another thing is if you if you're a parent who's, who's lost your child um, to to HD or JHD, I'm reading this a lot um, across social media and stuff where they are they're frustrated. They miss their child they remember the holidays was- with their, their, their babies. And um, if that baby, you know, passed away at 12 or passed away at, at 40, 50, they're still your babies. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I see that frustration. And I, I, I want to just say um, I, I haven't lost anyone with uh, to HD personally yet. I'm getting ready to lose my husband soon. Um, and I don't know what my holidays will look like after that because he is the love of my life. And I've loved him since I was a little girl. But it's okay to be frustrated. And that goes with the okay for the new normal. It's okay to be frustrated and it's okay to be angry and it's okay to be mad. It's okay. And if you need to go to your holiday party for an hour or your family's party and you need to go home and veg out on the couch and cry or scream or yell or just watch TV, that's okay. So I just think that it's important to know it's okay. However, you're dealing with this holiday season, living in a living in a family impacted by HD, it's okay. And give yourself it is a break okay. and know that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it is okay. And um, you know, for those who who I want to speak a little bit to to those who have Huntington's because I think we get you know yeah. frustrated too, right? So sure. I know my dad gets frustrated because he can't communicate something the right way or whatever, and that's okay, too. Um, You know, as caregivers, um, it's okay for you guys to be frustrated. You guys are dealing with a lot. The person with Huntington's is dealing with a lot as well, and we need to remember that it's okay if they get frustrated, too. Um, That's when that break is needed. Whether it's for the caregiver or for the person with Huntington's, breaks are okay. It's okay to, um, you know, one of the things with depression, especially when you're grieving somebody. Um, This will be my first holiday without my father-in-law, my first Christmas without my father-in-law in in, uh, 14 years, Um, because he Mm -hmm. passed away right after Zoe was born. So, you know, that's tough because I lived with him. And and I have some really great memories. So it is tough. And... Mm -hmm you feel sad because you're not getting those memories, but I also am doing what you said in that bring those memories back and it may hurt um, to remember some of the stuff, but it's also really nice to remember them and it makes me feel good. And I think too, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're grieving this, this holiday season, remember to bring them back into the season with you as tough as it is. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's good to have those memories. You've got great memories with them and, and hold on to that. Yeah, and if you feel alone and you feel depressed and you fall into that, I mean, Lauren, is, is, Lauren and I have advocated. You know, we've had lots of radio shows on this. Reach out. Please reach out and get help. Um, this time of year is hard, um, especially for people in our community a lot of the times. And know that you have a big community out there that is going through the same thing you are. And we're here, and you can reach out. And, and lean on your professionals if you need to. But um, self uh, health is important, I think, um, during this time of year as well because this is a very stressful time of year. And, um, and so always remember, if you feel like you can't go on or you feel any type of feelings that you can't get out of, reach out. You're worth reaching out for. And, um, and like I said, you have a large community that's backing you up and standing behind you and remember that. Yeah. We're always here, you know, and, and some people I understand don't speak up about what's going on in their lives. They may not talk about their grief. They're not as, they're not as good uh, about reaching out. That's okay. If you want to say hi to me and not talk about why you're sad or anything, you just need somebody to talk to, talk to me. You know, you don't have to talk to me about your depression. You can talk to me about anything. So um, that's perfectly fine. However, you need to deal with it, but just make sure that you pick yourself back up. Trust me, I suffer from depression. I understand um, what it's like to feel suicidal. You know I've been there, mm-hmm. and the best thing that you can do is reach out to somebody and try to pull yourself out of the dark hole. yeah, absolutely. You are all worth it, and um, we are uh, we are a community that is going through a lot and we are navigating through a very challenging disease. Um, but we are a large community, and we we do have each other's back. That's one thing I love about my HD community. is um, I wish I I always say I wish I could make the disease go away, but I want to keep all my friends. Um, yes. So, yeah, yeah. So I think um, is any do you have any final thoughts, Lauren, before we wrap up here? I don't just enjoy the holidays, enjoy each other's company. Um, we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about de-stressing after the holidays for our next one, um, and Terry Kempken will be on yeah yeah absolutely so um, that will be a, that will be the day after christmas we'll have miss Terry pumpkin on um, and uh, de stressing is just as important it's, it's so interesting we're on a roller coaster here during the holiday season, so uh we will talk about coming off of that roller coaster and and getting back uh, to life so um, yeah everyone have a have a, a warm holiday and um, remember that if you have your loved one um You know, we never know what tomorrow is going to bring, so enjoy your time. Um, And if you do not have your loved one, their memory holds strong and keep it alive because I'm sure you have so many amazing memories with them. Um, uh, So I think that is it. Everyone, have a happy holiday. And I will talk to you next Wednesday with Terry Temkin. You too. Bye.